Welcome to the 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I train people for improved personal and professional development, offering my assistance to those ready to develop their goals into tangible, focused, and achievable plans of action. And this podcast is one of the tools I use to accomplish my mission. Generally, when the timer hits 9 minutes and 59 seconds on this recording, you'll have a fully developed life lesson that you can take with you and begin to implement immediately. And if this week's lesson has a ring of familiar, then it's probably a reinforcement of a life change you've already started to implement. This podcast falls under the umbrella of my greater personal development efforts, all under the Your Better You brand. For more information on accountability coaching or to gain access to tools, tricks, and life hacks, visit yourbetteryou.info. Thank you for joining me on this journey today. Now, here is this week's life lesson. I don't want this episode to upset anyone that's overly sensitive. I don't want it to trigger any weird things that you may be going through. But the title for this is a bit of a shocker, kind of a clickbaity thing for the purpose of the purpose, just basically get your attention. It's not actually as bad as it really is, unless you believe it is. So I'm calling this episode, think of it as your fault. I did some soul searching on the idea. It wasn't really much on doing it this this title in this way, but sort of exactly what words are going into it. And I took out, think of it as all your fault, because there is usually nothing that is totally your fault. There are conditions, there's, there's situations, and there are people who do make things difficult for you and make it hard to get around and get through things and make it to sometimes a better place, sometimes just a, a normal non-crazy place. So nothing is all your fault. And in this case, this isn't necessarily your fault in what we're talking about, but we're really talking about taking responsibility for your situation, not so much for the actions that caused it, because maybe you were put there by someplace, but more or less why you are stuck where you are, how you react to the issues, and how you're going to find a way to get out of it is going to be up to you. So in that sense, it is your fault if you're someplace you don't want to be and you continue to stay there in that situation. Let me be perfectly clear. A lot of people find themselves stuck in situations, some of them very dire, some of them just very mundane, that there's no real way to change without suffering severe pain and hardships. You have to go backwards to go forward. You have to go through some struggle to get to a better place. Sometimes you have to fight like hell to escape what is a actual prison or a metaphorical mental prison to get out to get there. I get that. I totally get that. But the problem that I'm having with people that I'm talking to lately is that they don't see the fault in their end where they're stuck. They just see that they're stuck and don't know how to get out of it. When in actuality, most of them actually know how to get out of it. It's the choice to change sometimes a small thing, sometimes a large, significant thing, but to make a change. The reasons behind not making a change are diverse. Some of them are very valid reasons. Some of them are real reasons to be scared of. Some of them are reasons where if they took that shot and made that change, chances are it might not work out for the better. of them. It may not work out as well as they'd like it to, but it's something that must be done to change the situation. A change would happen and the situation could actually get worse. 
I have been in situations where I've seen my work in places of employment, for example, where I've seen lacking spots in my work and things that I needed to improve on to make sure I had a better standing while I was going on, where if I wasn't doing a good enough job in a certain area, that's where I believe was, was holding me back. So I doubled down on that area. I learned more about what needed to be done there, and I took more initiative to step up and get those things done, only to find out in many cases reason why I was not being promoted or even slightly celebrated was simply a lack of caring on a boss, a manager, someone up the line who just decided they weren't going to care about the line I was doing or sometimes personally just didn't care for me and decided that the best way for me to no longer be around was to essentially ignore any effort I was putting into the business. So those things happen. There are plenty of things that are not your fault. But the situations where you don't move out of those situations, where you do not remove yourself from exactly where you are to put yourself someplace better, or at least make small efforts to see if those things are what's right, what needs to be fixed. See what areas can actually tweak a here or there that can shift your situation, make it better there, or give you an opportunity for an escape. Those are your fault. We all know the adage of it's not the situation you're in, but how you handle the situation that makes you who you are, that shows exactly what you're made of. And that is exactly where we're going today. Whatever it is that you're dealing with, and I am not going to discount it as difficult, some of them may be more difficult than others. Some of them may be life-threatening or literally being threatened by the situation. That is a serious thing. I totally get that. But the reality is you're listening to a podcast a podcast that is distributed over the internet. And if you have access to the internet and access to listen to the podcast, you have access to a bevy of knowledge to help you change the world and change your life and situation as it is. One little change. And maybe the problem is you need to get off the internet. You're listening too many to too many podcasts about whatever change in particular and not changing. And maybe you should just Give up that and just live the life that you're going to live. The problem is hope is an issue. We'll talk about that in an episode down the line. Hope sometimes is a very dangerous thing to people and gives them ideas that maybe they shouldn't have. But that's a special case. In most cases, hope is what we live for. Hope is what keeps us going. A hope for a new thing, a better thing, more of a thing, less of a thing. Hope for something down the line, a change that's going to happen in us or in the world that's going to make everything feel all right and look better and just all of a sudden make sense. Sometimes it's that hope, it's that dream, it's that determination that keeps you going. And that hope and that dream, that determination is the driving force that makes you realize that you have to make that work. You have to make that effort. You've got to put in that plan and you have to take that leap, sometimes of pure faith, sometimes with a bit of cheating in behind. But you've got to make that step off of where you are to the new wherever. You've got to do it. You've got to make it happen. And as a person who spends a lot of time in their head doing things, creating things, looking at things, analyzing things, and trying to see where I need to be putting myself out there, nothing happens until I actually hit a button and publish Something. Nothing happens until I write out something and hit publish and send it out there on whatever medium I have. Nothing happens until I hit the the button to record these podcasts, stop it, save it, and put it out there in the RSS feed. 
The argument for whether it's any good or not is a valid argument, and we can have that one all day long. In fact, I would love to have that one with you all day long. But the argument on am I a writer is no longer an argument once I figured out I just have to write something and publish it. The argument on me being a broadcaster was over as soon as I got a job into broadcasting and did some work broadcasting. The argument on me being a podcaster, a communicator, a thought leader, all those things go away as soon as I provide something that's worth saying that I'm a thought leader, a podcaster, all those things. You may not like the thoughts I'm leading. You may not like the pods I'm casting. You may not like the words I'm writing. You may not be a fan of my actual product at all. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist. That doesn't mean it's not happening. That doesn't mean I am not what I want to be. I am what I want to be. I am who I am because I choose to make that move to do it. So if you're not choosing to make that move, you're making an active choice to be the problem. This is an issue where it is your fault. If you're fighting something much more serious and there's plenty of other factors that keep you back, I understand that. But there's plenty of work you can do to deflect some of those issues and get yourself out of the bad situation. Nothing is going to change what you are, who you are, where you are, how you are, until you realize why you are and why you are not. Once you realize that, then the onus really does fall onto you. You may ultimately need a hero to come and save you from a burning building, but you have to realize the building is burning to know you have to try to escape. If there's an issue that needs to be handled, you need to handle it. I'm not trying to set off any triggers, but yes, if you can't make a change to fix something that you have the power to change, unfortunately, I have to tell you, it really is your fault. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Today, uh, it was a bit of a rough one, like we've had a couple of weeks ago, and I apologize for if I'm stepping too far off the path that you're expecting. Let me know exactly where these are going, uh, at least in your head, because sometimes these things need to be said. Sometimes change needs to happen, and some of these issues are things that I've been working through personally, myself, and just working through the uh, listing of different sort of content and different sort of things we've been saying Sometimes the best thing you need to do is to literally grab somebody by the shoulders and shake them to get them out of the funk they're in. Uh, Very quick aside, I was working in the radio studio uh, a few days before I recorded this. And one of the shows we air on the weekends is ones about um, about. Well, it was hosted by a guy that um, had to deal with his son committing suicide like 10 years ago. And so he's been on a lot of these boards and does a lot of charities and a lot of things for people with depression and suicide and thoughts and things like that. And he had a caller one day that just wouldn't get off some subject. And it was like a he it was like a quick hit on something. And it really triggered that person. And they called back and the call screener talked to him for about 10 minutes and was really distracted from getting the show done because that person wouldn't get off it. And the actual advice that he gave was, you know, sometimes for those types of people, you just got to, you know, tell them to just shut up. You have to literally interrupt what they're going through because they're stuck in that loop what's going on. And then they can snap out of that loop and then you can have a conversation with them because the ideas and the thoughts and processes are top of mind. 
but they're stuck in a feedback loop where all they want to do is pour out and pour out and pour out, and they're not listening and having conversations so they can actually uh, have a coherent uh, conversation and take in any input in those areas. Sometimes your job is just to sit and listen. I learned that from being a call screener as well, but sometimes those people who are talking don't know how to get out of themselves, and they need a serious interrupt, just like he said. And that's essentially what a lot of these episodes have popped in. There's some serious issues for some people I've dealt with client-wise, not just in, in, in life, but client-wise, that have some serious issues that I can't handle just with a couple worksheets and programs. So they have to handle with some deep reflection and some deep therapy and counseling, to be honest. Personally, I've been doing some extra counseling and therapy myself because I've had some things that needed some work throughs and they have helped me out profusely. And of course, now there are a lot of them coming out here. So apologies for that. I am not a licensed therapist or counselor, but you know, I can counsel you on personal development and working through some things with, with my own talent. So if that's something you're into, find information at our website, yourbetteryou.info. And of course, find the information for this podcast, 10 Minute Life Lesson, and Your Better You, which is at 90 seconds, even shorter of stuff, and there's none of this rambling stuff at the end of it, at yourbetteryou.info. You can also find out more information about me and my other endeavors at jclevenpain.net. Email me there at jclevenpain at gmail.com. Email yourbetteryou at yourbetteryouinfo at gmail.com. And make sure you share this podcast with people who are looking to make improvements, maybe minor, maybe large, and maybe they can use a little help from you and me as well. That's pretty much simple. Subscribe yourself so you don't miss out on episodes. And I really do enjoy the feedback. Some of it, it, some of it hurts, to be honest. But I don't know what I need to fix if you don't know what to fix. If my fly is open and I don't know, I don't know. Let me know so I can take care of that. I'll take care of you in more ways than you can imagine if you check out the website, yourbirdu.info, and see what we can do for maybe coaching on that end. And I'll take care of you with another episode of this podcast coming up in seven days from me with the 10-Minute Life Lesson brought to you by yourbirdu.info.